The WW Review is proud to be sponsored by the Theme Park Brothers. Check out Jordan and Cameron's Walt Disney World Adventures. Most recently, check out their videos, which include full resort walkthroughs of the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Coronado Springs construction updates. Follow them on Twitter at Theme Park Boys and on their Facebook and YouTube page, which is the Theme Park Brothers. Hello, welcome to the WDW Review. I'm your host, Chris Malik. Hey, Pete, have you ever noticed how I cannot actually say the word I'm? It's um. Have you noticed that? Is that, nah. is, is that Chicago or is that or, or is that just poor education? Yeah. Uh, no, it's Chicago. It's Chicago. All right. It's Chicago education. How about that? <laughs> I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Peter Panacorvo. How you doing, Pete? I'm good. Good. Pete, we are joined by a fellow vacationer, I guess would be the correct term. Is that is that even a good term? That's probably not a great term, is it? Disney file. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking vacation because at the same time, but Tamara Spidell. Tamara, how are you? I am great. How are you? We couldn't be any better. Tell me how great you are. Share something with us. Give us something good. What's going on in your life? Uh, I am so great because today when I got home from work there was a lovely rectangular shaped package waiting for me in my mailbox do you know what it was my mind only Um, races an (laughs) Um, amazon order no no not an amazon order it came from davenport florida michael black sent you something i was thinking the same thing what did michael send you (laughs) no magic bands your magic bands awesome how many you got uh we have four four Okay, so your trip's right around the corner, right? It sure is. 24 days, but who is counting? Mm, uh, you and I both. <laughs> okay, so we got it off. We're going to go right from there. So, Pete, before we go right into the show, though, give me something good. What's going on in your life? Um, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. I don't know. Come on, give I, me something good. You got What, what happened I've, today? I've been awake too long, man. What happened? I'm, I'm, give me something good. Did you hear a great song on the radio? A great show? Give me something good. I listen to nothing but podcasts and Pandora in my car. I, I always get to listen to good music because I'm the one that picked it. Okay. Well, I, I can dig that. Um, well, we're just going to skip right past. We'll let you think about it. So we got you both on, and I was really excited to have you guys on because as it is, you're taking independent vacations to the happiest place on earth at a very similar time. Is that right? The exact same time. The, <laughs> yep. <laughs> the exact same arrival and departure date? Yeah. Wow. So give me the details. When are you guys leaving? When are you guys going? Uh, so we get there on Saturday, October 21st, and leave on Saturday, October 28th. I, I just have to know so I can you know, effectively creep on you guys' uh, Facebook accounts. <laughs> I have to write these dates down. Cool. Um, what time is your arrival? Do you have that beautiful, really early, obnoxious time like I do? Like the 9 o'clock arrival when they're completely not ready for you? Yep. 
boy. Yes. There you go. Of course I do. I'm here to check in. <laughs> Mr. Ponacorvo. I just I just secured my parking at O'Hare and I'm gonna be at the parking structure uh no later than four fifteen AM. Yes. Yes. Very nice. You'll, you'll, you'll be beating them to the sunrise in Florida. I like that. Good plan. Tamara, how about you? Um, we will be leaving. Well, I'll be at the airport here in Denver probably by, um, I think, by 4 a.m. at the latest. Oh, you guys are you guys are cut from the same cloth. Beautiful. I know it. <laughs> and then we get into Orlando at 1130 Orlando time. Ah, the old time change. Very good. Ah, uh. <laughs> she she has to leave before me and she gets there after me. I know. I I, my, I land at 10:55, so. <laughs> you never know. Pete, you may have to go to the bathroom or something. She might get there and just get on that bus before you. Where where are you guys staying? Which day? Uh-oh. I, I'm Whoa. split this time. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm I'm actually split this time. Okay. Our first night's at Kidani, and then the remainder is at the Polynesian. Okay. Tamara. Uh, so we, um, I don't have a monocle, so we're staying at Pop Century. Well, we got to fix that. <laughs> I got to find a monocle somewhere. <laughs> Thrift store, street corner. I got to find a monocle for you. Okay. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, your excitement level for this trip, what would you say it is? 11. 11. I could tell from some of your posts. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, how about you? Uh, you know, I'm probably about the same. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this trip. I can tell. So so tell me why. What, what is what is the, the main purpose for you guys right now? Tell me, tell me the gist of your trip. Tamara, go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, we are taking an all-girls trip. Uh, and it's three generations, so it's my mom, my sister, myself, and my daughter. And so no boys allowed on this trip with us. And um, this is becoming an annual thing. We did this for the first time last year in October. Um, and this is just, you know, we have a break from school, and um, it's just a, a nice escape from reality for a week. Excellent. So your mom, is she a willing participant in the Disney Magic, or does she kind of just join along with, with her girls? Uh, she passed it down to me, so she definitely joins in. Okay, awesome. Great. Uh, all the rides, everything, we're all good as a family? Everyone goes in everything? Yep. It's awesome. Really? So even yeah. things like the Tower of Terror, all four go Oh, in? yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's sweet. You can- yeah. <laughs> Wow, because usually in a family, there's always someone that likes to sit out or someone that can't. So, excellent. Right, And that's my husband, and that's why he's not coming. <laughs> As he makes silent fist pumps in the air when he said, all girls trip. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Peter, tell me, what, what is, what is the, what's the purpose of the trip, buddy? Uh, for me, this trip is really just to spend some time with my mom. Okay. So this is you, your mom, and your beautiful wife, correct? Correct. Okay. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what will your patience level need to be to uh, survive this trip? Uh, You know what? My mom is very laid back for the most part, and she's pretty open to doing just about whatever. So, like, she she basically said if my brother's kids can handle Tower of Terror or Expedition Everest, then she's game, so. 
that had a girl, Miss Ponacorvo. I love it. That's a great answer. Do you think it will actually come to play like that, though? Will you try? Uh, I, I hope so, because I made the fast passes already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, you're both there at Food and Wine Festival. Was that intentional, or was it just it just happened to be going on during the trip when you guys booked it? Absolutely intentional for me. It's my first trip to Food and Wine. Okay. <gasps> what? Yeah. T- Tamara, I did I've, not know that. I've never been. I was oh lucky. my goodness! I went to Flower and Garden last spring, but I've not been to Food and Wine myself. So oh, wow, well, wow. Okay, let me let me hit you with some stuff. Okay, I did a little preparation today. This is uh, it's Pete. You said we're coming back. And we're better than ever. So I figured I'd do a little preparing for the show. <laughs> you ready? All right. This is odd, but okay. Go for it. There's no guarantee these facts are correct. Though. I just want you to know that. So, uh, here we go. Well, from the internet, they have to be right. Yeah, of course. Why would it lie, right? So, when did Food and Wine? What was the year that it started? Do you know? Ninety-two. Okay, Pete says ninety-two. Tamara. Oh man, um, I'm trying to think when I was there. It wasn't it wasn't last year, was it, that it was a special anniversary? Oh, uh, maybe it was in twenty fifteen. Uh oh. Uh I'm gonna say nineteen ninety five. She's on it. If you said twenty fifteen, you had the twenty year. You're right. Nineteen ninety five. So what's more interesting is the miniature train display at the Germany Pavilion. It was created specifically for the first International Food and Wine Festival in 1995. So wow, there's, I there, did not know that. There's a, I did not know. Uh, how many booths are open and available this year? 35. 35. Why is that, Pete? Uh, 35th anniversary of Epcot. Man, come on. I, I only had like three facts that were good. At least <laughs> you could have thrown me a bone here. You could have pretended like you didn't know. Oh, sorry. Was I not supposed to know that? Come on. My my bad. All right. So, so, (laughs) hang on. So, October 21st through October 28th. Do you know who's playing in the Eat to the Beat concert lineup at that point? Nobody I want to see, unfortunately. (laughs) I think, uh, isn't Tiffany playing on one of those nights? All right. October 21st and the 22nd, Toad Wet Sprocket. Pete, agreed. (laughs) All right. October 23rd through the 24th. Kenny G. Oh, no. Double A. <laughs> All right. Now, you are right in the sense that Tiffany is there from October 27th through October 29th. But there is an act I would like to see. Billy Ocean from October 25th through 26th is playing. I'd love to see me some Billy Ocean. Name me a song. Be- Come on. You got you got a song? Besides, besides Caribbean Queen, what else did he do? Um, hey, you get out of my dreams and into my car. I'm going to send you a video right now. I got a video in my don't hits. Do, no, don't do that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. There's a bunch of songs. I, no. Billy Ocean's the man, Pete. At least at least maybe just check it out as you're walking by and send me a video, would you? Possible? If, like, if Sugar Ray was there or something like that when I was there, I'd, I'd go see that. But He's there today. He's playing there today. Don't right. help me. I got 24 days to go <laughs> at the time of this recording. All right. So tell me, you guys, 
so so Tamara, you have the break. Pete, you intentionally wanted to go. I've never been. So this is what I understand it to be on the outside. So tell me if this is accurate and this is not. And then after this, I want to talk about the other parts of your trip. I've heard that food and wine is largely the wine portion is the attractive part to it. And in fact, it can get a little out of hand on the weekends, Fridays, <laughs> Saturdays, and Sundays. This is all correct? This is factual? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what, Most definitely. <laughs> what would a newbie like me, a person who's never gone, or perhaps Pete in this case, what should we know about this? I'm so, not planning on going during the, the weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, go earlier okay. in the day and not on the weekend. Okay. Um, because, yeah, for sure, there are several inebriated people stumbling around Epcot uh, once the evening <laughs> hours hit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, wasn't that guy who climbed the Mexico Pavilion, wasn't that during Food and Wine? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, man, I got a sticker from that. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great... That was a, that was a cease and desist letter, buddy. That was a great <laughs> YouTube moment. <laughs> Dear Chris Malik, please never try to climb the pavilion again. Oh, whoops. Again. Sorry, Chris, I yeah. forgot. I wasn't supposed to talk about that. Exactly. Okay, so <laughs> you have a lot of people inebriated, and obviously it's not the purpose, but... You know, looking at the menus, it is literally everywhere at 35 mm-hmm. booths across it. So give me something you look forward to, Tamara. Tell me some, you know, I was going to actually, I was going to quiz you guys. I'd be like, hey, I got some menu choices. And as I went to the Disney food blog, which is a great resource for menus and drinks, mm-hmm. as I started scrolling down, it was like comical. I, I never got to the bottom. The page just kept on scrolling and scrolling <laughs> and scrolling. So I could literally mention some things that are really good, but I'm going to do it no justice. So what, what are you looking forward to? You're the ones that are going. You must have highlighted on a spreadsheet that's probably open as we speak. <laughs> yes. I uh, I have. I know Pete has maybe a different number. I have 18 out of the 35 booths that I want to make sure I hit. Um, we'll see if I actually accomplish that. But No, we, we have the exact same number of booths. Wow. Pete, you I got the 18 AP. 18 that I want to go to. Tamara, do you have tickets or do you have an annual pass? You have the annual pass, right? I have it, right. I do, but the rest of my the rest of my people just have regular park hoppers. Okay. How many days are you planning on spending at Epcot? Um, hold on. Let me look at my trusty spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> I think one, two, three, uh, just four days. I think four, four oh. visits. Four days, so you're looking at roughly four booths per day, just relaxing and chilling out with your sister, mom, and daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all day type things, or they have the park hopper, so you're going to combine it with other days? Other, yeah, other us- uh, usually, um, depending on the day, sometimes we'll hit it in the evening and sometimes in the morning. We typically will hit two parks each day, Okay, with the exception of the Halloween party night. Give me an example of what you're looking forward to as far as food. Give me give me something that really, you know, made you say, oh, we're stopping. Um, the Indian Pavilion, everything okay. looks amazing. Um, and then I think the uh, the Craft Beers Pavilion, I'm super excited to uh, check that out. They've got some, I think they've got two different flights of beers available. One is like a, an East Florida flight and the other one is a West Florida flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a, a good friend from the UK, and uh, I was just talking with her yesterday about I haven't had a scotch egg 
Oh, she listens. You could mention her. Of course she she listens. Hi, Vicky. Of course she listens. So I asked her because at the craft beer pavilion, they have a chilled scotch egg. I see it. And then at the Rose and Crown, they have the regular warm, I guess, scotch egg. And she said that they usually eat them cold. And so she she said I should try them both. But she recommended the chilled scotch egg first. Cool. What, give, give me something else. Give me something exotic besides the craft beer and the scotch egg. You were an Indian. Give me something that like you want to try that no one in their right mind would else would want to try. Hmm. Well, I will say last year I tried the escargot and I am not a fan, so I won't try that again. <laughs> yeah, it's so imagine. gross. Um, is it wrong if I give you another beverage? <laughs> no, hit, go ahead, hit me. So the uh, Schoferhofer Hefeweizen Pomegranate Beer at the Brewer Collection Pavilion. Okay. Have you had the Schoferhofer, the, just the grapefruit? Yes. Yes? No? You like it? It's pretty good. Um. It's, I prefer a regular Hefeweizen without the grapefruit in it, but I figure, you know, when in Epcot, have it with grapefruit or a pomegranate. You might as well. Uh, so I actually, you know, I, I'm I'm hardly a drinker myself, but I did find some over at Binnie's, so I picked it up. And even in my taste, it is, it is essentially grapefruit juice with the tiniest <laughs> amount of beer in the grapefruit juice. It, if you're not prepared for it after the first, you're like, holy cow. But I could see how if you had two or three of those, A, you'd be poor. But B, you'd, <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd be deceptively buzzy at that point because it really is sweet and it goes right into your bloodstream. So, um, Exactly. Looking at the menu here at Canada, they've got a Moosehead Rattler. Okay. And that usually is you know, with lemon in the beer. But this mm-hmm. one has grapefruit, grape, and lemon juices. Are you a beer drinker along those lines, or do you prefer your beer just straight up like a Sam Adams lager? Um, I prefer my beer just kind of straight up. I'll try the flavored ones. You know, I like to try different seasonal beers and things like that, but if it's a regular give me a beer, it's not going to be a fruity one. Okay. Peter, how about you? What are you looking forward to? You got some uh, food on your list that really is is unique. What what draws you? Um, well, like one of the f- first things I noticed was the wasabi shumai steamed pork dumplings. Um, let's see what else. There's the lobster roll, the tuna tataki from Hawaii. Uh, New Zealand has a seared venison loin that I'm interested in checking out. You, you know what? I should have thought better. You know what? Knowing you and knowing how you like to eat, like this is made for you. Mm-hmm. Is it not? Like you could probably spend the entire vacation at this park and not leave and just go from booth to booth to booth, right? The funny things of the th- three drinks that I want to try. Mm-hmm. One of them's in China, one's in Japan, and then the other one's the refreshment port. Hmm. It's like both of two of the three drinks are like from the Far East, so it should be interesting. Tell me about the one in Japan. What what what's in Japan? Uh, it's it's the palm pineapple sake cocktail. Interesting. Hmm. And, and by the way, this this is also part of the reason that I am on the deluxe dining plan because I'm not paying ask. for a jack <laughs> other than my drinks. <laughs> Any... How many snacks do you get on the deluxe dining plan? Three a day. Hmm. I get 21. 
Okay. Hang on. So I can basically cover almost everything. So you're going to eat like a pig for breakfast. You're going to eat like a pig for lunch. You're going to have three full monster snacks in the middle and then eat like a pig for dinner. That's pretty much No, most of the time I'm not having breakfast. Okay. Because the majority of my dinner meals are signature restaurants. Ah, two table credits? Yep. Very good. Okay. Any interest in the glow nut? Not at all. No. No? It just looks like a plain donut with light frosting that maybe glows because of the black light. It doesn't look that exciting. Okay. Any interest, Tamara, in at the light lab in the space flight and the light flight there? I know you uh, you mentioned the craft beer earlier. They have a beer flight there as well. You know, it's not on my must-do list. Okay. But if we happen to, you know, I almost said stumble, not like that kind of stumble. If we happen to uh, go to the light lab, um, Wake you know, up and I'll, find I'll give it a try. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Would you guys? So let's talk about something that you guys might try, might not try, okay? I'm, I'm going to give you a choice of a couple here. You ready for this? Yep. Mm-hmm. The sweet olive oil cake with powdered sugar and lemon curd. Interesting, not interesting. The one in Greece? No, not interested. Not interested. That actually is in Spain. Spain, okay. What do you think, I Emma? I am interested. I love lemon curd, and I love olive oil. Um... I'm curious about how those flavors might blend in a cake, so I'm interested. Okay, I don't, I don't like cake, so for me, it's a, it's a lose, lose. Yeah, you are more <laughs> of a pie type guy. I remember that. Yep. Pete, the pulled duck confit with cannellini bean ragu and zinfandel reduction. First off, um, I should, I should probably Google the word. Confit to figure out what that actually is, but okay. Confit means that it's been cooked in its own fat. Mm. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yummy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I will repeat it. No, I better not repeat it. The duck fat cookings with cannellini bean ragu and Zinfandel reduction. Interesting or not interesting? Believe it or not, I'm not really looking to do that one. Okay. Tamara, is there any choice? No. No, thank you, please. No, thank you. Warm Irish cheddar cheese and stout dip with Irish brown bread. Yes. Yeah, this does sound good, doesn't it? it sounds, <laughs> sounds amazing. Peter? Um, it's not on my list, but I have looked at it a number of times. I have a feeling it's something that, you know, if Missy or my mom get it, I may try it. Okay. Got a couple more here marked. Ready? The chocolate picante. Dark chocolate mousse with cayenne pepper, chili powder, and raspberry dust. What's raspberry dust? <laughs> like at the bottom of my nerds container. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the chocolate picante. Dark chocolate mousse with cayenne pepper, chili powder, and raspberry dust. Peter. No. Okay. Tamara. No, I don't think so. Just not working for you? Is it the spicy and the sweet, or what is it? I think it it's the it's the cayenne pepper on it. I mean, if somebody else had it, I would I would try it, but I wouldn't get it myself. A spoonful, huh? Yeah, I gotta agree with you. It sounds like it. In theory, it might be good, but I don't know if I want to commit to a whole serving of it. You know? Yeah. All right, this one got me interested. Grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. Peter. 
the Australia booth. The, the one I have marked from Australia is the grilled lamb T-bone, actually. Yeah, but that's not the one that I mentioned. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what does that tell you? Okay, so that says, no, Tamara? Um, I don't have that one on my list either. Okay. I guess I guess just me here. I'm not a fan of sweet and savory together. Okay. Well, let me try and appeal to you then, being the eater that you are. Last one. Loaded mac and cheese with Nooski's pepper bacon, cheddar cheese, peppers, and green onions. Peter? No. No. I can get I can get that here. I just Okay. Tamara? For me, I this is about trying stuff that I can't get here readily. Tamara, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I have to agree with Pete. I uh it sounds great, but at Food and Wine, I'm not going to waste my time with mac and cheese, no matter how fancy it is. See, I figured Pete was going to be like just like the human eating machine, but he's refined. <laughs> you might have to wear the monocle out there as well, too, Pete. You know? I like well, of course I do. <laughs> if I don't, I can't get Tamara into the the lounge. Yes, that's right. Um, all right, so tell me, where are you going then afterwards, Tamara? What, uh, what are the other highlights of your trip? Uh, so we're going to the Halloween party. Okay. And we're doing that on Tuesday. And that's going to be a quasi day off. You know, like we'll sleep in a little bit and we'll show up for the party probably at four. And then in the morning, just sleep in and do Disney Springs. Okay. And you can get into that party pretty early though, right? Like almost like at four o'clock, you can pretty much show up. Yep. They, I think they'll let you in at four. Yeah, they, yep. I think I think they advertise like seven, but I know that people have well, part there. party starts at seven. Those without tickets get booted from the park at that point. When is it close? Party that night? ticket holders can can get in at four midnight. Yeah, so in, in, party ends. In, yes. in, in terms of the cost for that event, if you just forego, you know, the cost of the admission, and you think about the day in the opposite, you know, you're going to get a good eight hours in. It makes complete sense to buy your ticket at that day, you know. Mm-hmm. As long as it's staying yep. open until midnight, great deal. Exactly. Okay. What else? Um, I'm excited to um to get my my daughter to see Pandora because I got to see it this summer without her, and she still hasn't forgiven me. So I'm <laughs> looking forward to getting her in there to experience Animal Kingdom and see the whole new area of Pandora. Is she an Avatar fan? Um, she's watched the movie and. She likes it. She's more intrigued by the Flight of Passage ride. She's a thrill ride junkie, so she anytime there's a new ride, that's a priority for her. Okay, so you went to it. Pete, are you planning on going to Animal Kingdom to see it? Yeah. Um, I think I know the answer to this, Tamara, but were you able to get Flight of Passage Fast Passes? No. Yeah. I'm not sure how... I mean, like, I got one. But literally, it is on the twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. I my flight is at seven o'clock, and let's see, my fast pass is for two o'clock on the day I leave. Mm-hmm. And that was the first one I could get. Hmm. And it's I could not get one while my mom was there. And I've seen those standby lines are still crazy long right now, even. So. Yeah. We, uh, on Monday that we're there, they have extra magic hours starting at 8. Okay. 
in the morning. And so our plan is to get there as soon as, you know, right before they open and head to Flight of Passage first thing and try to get in the standby for that. And see, Monday's a Magic Kingdom day for us because there's no party on Monday. Yeah, we'll be there in the evening. <laughs> that should be manageable, though, Tamara. You go there right there at that time. You might be an hour. I hope so. Maybe a two, but that's about it. You know, it won't be crazy. It shouldn't be crazy yeah. at, the, at that point. Okay. Um. So give me your, like, 35-second Pandora, like, synopsis. Did it meet your expectations? Was it really, really special? It was absolutely stunning. It was amazing. And you have to see it in the day and in the night because it's a completely different experience depending on the time of day and both both of those times of day are just amazing did you like the movie beforehand or have you i did okay did you go back Mm -hmm. and see the movie afterwards now uh no we actually i watched it before my trip just to just for fun um familiarize yourself with the basic concepts of what you're going to see. Yeah. Okay. Just to, you know, get myself into the, I, I really like the bioluminescent pieces of it. So that was the, that was kind of fun to see it, how that transferred from the movie into the actual yeah. land. Pete's been reassured by many a large man that he'll fit <laughs> on that ride. Did, did you happen to see anybody get turned away? No, I did not. Okay. All right. Cause Pete, Pete's going to be our test oh, subject because... Trust, be- trust me, if if I have to wait until the last day I'm there <laughs> and it has to get squeezed in before my flight and they tell me, I'm sorry, sir, you can't ride, oh, that cast member is in for a rough couple of minutes. But I think you'll be okay. In your defense, you've lost some weight recently, so the, your only issue is going to be not going to be the weight. It's going it, to be it, your big legs. See, it, that's the thing. It was never a weight issue from what I understand. It's always been a height issue for people more than anything. Yeah. Well, I guess where their legs attached or are connected towards the back. I didn't shrink, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see how this plays out, but... Oh, I have... I, I'm, I'll make myself fit on this. Squeeze those Trust legs me. in there, right? Okay. Pretty cool. Is your mom going to be up for that, Tamara, as well, too, you think? The Flight of yes, Passage? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's looking forward to it. Pete, how about your mom? She's 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 going to be up for something like that? You're hoping? Yeah, well, like I said, as of right now, I couldn't get a fast pass while she's there. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I already know what the answer is going to be. I'm thinking about doing the DBC tour again because I want to check out the stuff over at Copper Canyon or Copper Creek, I'm sorry. Okay. And you get fast passes when you do that. I'm 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 hoping against hope and I know this probably is not going to be the way it works out that they'll be good for flight of passage, but I mm-hmm. seriously doubt it. What a great yeah. angle. <laughs> what a great angle. Missy, we need to go check out this DVC exhibit over here. Oh, I've already talked to her about it. She agrees? She's, she, yeah, she's down for it. Good girl. Okay. So so tell me, Tamara, at this point, you guys think you guys are, are, would, would meet for, for dinner? Are you guys making plans to meet for a breakfast, for a lunch, for a dinner, run into each other, take a picture, or heck with them? I, you know, I'm sure I'm going to stalk them a little bit through the parks, but I know one of the days we have, what is it? Is it for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Pete? We have a fast pass that's pretty close to each other. Uh, seven dwarves, and I think actually, 
have another one one day. It's like right on top of each other. I don't remember which one it was off yeah. the top of my head, but <laughs> I can just imagine you guys looking at your spreadsheets right now. And- <laughs> well, no, actually, what we did, yeah, is we actually connected each other on our my Disney experience, so I can see her plans and she can see mine. Hmm. So you truly are stalking each other at that point, aren't you? Well, sure. Pretty much, I, right? Honestly, <laughs> I'm just I'm just hanging out with Pete and being his friend so that he can uh, get me into the the DVC lounge over by Figment, and then after that, I'm gonna be like, "See you later, dude." I, I you know what, Michael? I'm Michael sorry. was hanging out with your me. name was what? <laughs> <laughs> Officer, she's crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> no, Bobby, that's what she'll be saying. I'm sorry, sir. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, I, I don't know who this gentleman is, but I think he should be removed from the lounge. He's upsetting the other the other guests. <laughs> it's getting loud. Very good. Um, so, Tamara, how many times have you gone to Food & Wine? Um, ooh, let's see. Holy cow, you have to say let's see. So this has been a bunch well, of times. Uh, well, uh, every trip that I have taken in the fall... The, since my daughter was, let's see, I think this is our fourth trip to Food and Wine. Wow, a bunch. Your, your husband's gone at least once to Food and Wine with you? He's gone twice. He's gone twice. Did he appreciate just the Food and Wine portion of the vacation? Or no? Yes. Yes, yes Epcot is his favorite park. And if it were up to him, if we did Epcot every day, I think he would enjoy trips to disney world a little bit more <laughs> okay See, that's why he that's why he and i get along so well i know <laughs> okay i gotta i gotta explore that because he's an educator so yeah. is it the educational quality of epcot or, or why is that um i think that's part of it i also think that there are fewer rides he's not a ride person at all so he'll do Test Track and he'll do Soren. He hasn't been on the new version of Soren though, and he was he did the original version and he was like, meh, it's okay, but I don't need to do it again. So mm. Interesting. I think he likes the atmosphere and the ambiance and um and the food. Okay, so how about your daughter? Is she an Epcot fan too as well, or would she gravitate to another <laughs> park? She no, Epcot's her least favorite because okay. she thinks it's boring um her favorite park surprisingly is uh hollywood studios because tower of terror is her absolute favorite ride okay why do you think that is though as far as like uh my my kids appreciate epcot i think if they had the choice to pick they they'd probably pick the magic kingdom first but epcot would be a close second but it's not a common answer i know a lot of kids don't enjoy Epcot to that. Why do you think that is? They've made an attempt to make it more kid friendly. Yeah, I I think it's the I think it might be the whole ride you know, the lack of rides maybe. Okay. Lack of attractions, lack of characters. Well they yeah. I mean they've tried to bring characters into the park. That's I guess the big moral Yeah, but it's you know. it's not it's not like okay, those two chicks are there now. Uh, Whatever. I knew that was coming. Yeah, they well, you knew. <laughs> Um, but like, if you want to find characters, otherwise you kind of have to seek them out. Mm. Well, they're, yeah, I I guess they're not all over. That's, that's correct. 
Hey, hey, Pete, I'm going to give myself a plug here and a little little future uh, future show idea, too. Do you know that within a short amount of time, I'm going to be a published author in a book? Do you know that? I do. You do? I didn't know that. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to be a, a contributor. He's, to a, yeah, I say contributor. I don't gonna, know if we're going to go so far as... I'm going to be a contributor. He's not going to be named an author. I won't be, but, but he, he is a contributor. That is true. <laughs> Let me have my one minute in the sun, Peter. <laughs> Let me have it already. <laughs> Sorry about that rain on your parade there, Chris. Right? Pete. Tamara. It's, it's dark outside, buddy. We are, not only am I going to be a contributor, I'm going to be comparing and contrasting one of Pete's most beloved and yet most <laughs> hated rides all at the same time. So I'm just leaving it just like that. Soon to be out in the future. Mm-hmm. Any chance of you going on the ride, Pete? Frozen Ever After? Oh, was that a legitimate question? I'm. I'm. Maybe your mom's a fan. I don't know. Maybe she loves the movie. Yes. I don't think my mom's ever been forced to watch the movie. <laughs> forced to watch it like it's a torture. Tamara, will you be going on Frozen Ever After? Why, yes. As a matter of fact, we have a fast pass for it on uh, Sunday. Okay, so let's just exclude Pete from this conversation. Um, <laughs> tell me, in, in your opinion, then, when you were on the ride, did it exceed your expectations, or was it a disappointment? Just sheer ride for ride, not comparing that Maelstrom. And how many times did it break down while you were on it? <laughs> Zero. Oh, it broke down before you got on it? No, uh, no, no, it works. Come on. <laughs> um, that ride so breaks down constantly. Come it on. does. And not as much as Test Track, though. Um, so we... Oh, I liked it. It wasn't, like, my favorite, but my daughter really liked it. Um, and it's funny because, I I mean, she's she was old enough that she didn't get like super sucked into the frozen movie craze of like you know I know younger kids were constantly watching it like on continuous loop mm -hmm. she had seen the movie a couple of times and you know but we went on the ride and she was like oh my gosh that is that was the best ride ever I love it and yeah it's it's a good ride it's a like pretty high level dark ride but you know if I didn't ride it I wouldn't be heartbroken. Okay. Hey, Chicago. Oh, see, Pete's going to go and try and find it. Oh. No, uh -oh. no, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> looking for it. So, Pete, I, this is going to be a small spoiler because you're never going on it. So, if you've not been on it and you're listening to the show, I do apologize. Uh, as you go on it, I think you're probably right. You know, as far as dark rides go, it's okay. It's pretty good, but it's not mm -hmm. great. However, there is a scene where. The boat comes into a, essentially comes into Queen Elsa's palace, and then she sings her song, and you know you you fall backwards down the waterfall. The use of the video screens and the side is at that point, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty amazing when they do that. It it, it definitely highlights an older ride, and it gives it a completely new, fresh feel on it. And it's it's I mean, it's not even animatronics. It's a lot of it's LCD and and, and new technology, but it's pretty pretty cool when you're going backwards down the water slide. At least yeah. that's, that's what I thought. So, Pete, not that we're trying that. to we're not we're, we're trying to lure you in or anything, buddy. I know there's no. Oh, chance. don't worry, you're not. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you never know. Someday, if there's a little girl tugging at your hand, you just might have to go. Right? Would you? Um, 
I don't know why there'd be some random little girl <laughs> holding in my arm, but okay. What if it's my daughter? What if it's what if it's a little Beatrice? Would would you go on it if she uh, wanted to go on? With- oh, he See, totally that's would. Not fair, what, what if dude. it's Beatrice? Huh? What if she's tugging on your hand and saying, "Pete, would you go on the ride with me?" Uh, yeah, you can't deny her. She is way no, too cute. Oh, I know that. <laughs> and she loves you. I know. See, she was talking to you at dinner. She's your friend. She wants to go, right? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. Um, are you guys going to Hollywood Studios for any other reason other than seeing Tower of Terror? Um. Yes, Star Wars, Launch Bay. Okay, you're going to the Launch Bay. Pete, are you interested in seeing the Launch Bay? Uh, I haven't seen Launch Bay yet, so I'm sure we'll check it out. Okay. What's your... I, I've got... I've got a '50s primetime lunch. I gotta, I gotta go to. So, <laughs> okay, you're gonna see the Slinky Coaster in action too, huh? Uh, action, I doubt, but in person probably. Well, they're testing it right now, so it actually is going on the track right now. So, it's kind of cool to see it up and running. Yeah. Um. Well, I gotta tell you guys, honestly, due to a lot of circumstances in my life, at one point I was debating taking just the weekend and coming down there. It's not gonna happen this year, but there will be a time where that will happen, and we'll get together again down there. Um, but I am completely and utterly jealous of you guys. I gotta tell you. Well, we'll share all kinds of pictures, and and we'll text you. <laughs> I'm sure you will. That'll be you. Unless that would just add salt to the wound, then maybe we shouldn't do. That. No, no, no. Please do. It makes me feel like I'm connected. I, I would greatly appreciate that. So I'm going to send you a picture of every single item I eat when I'm at <laughs> Food and Wine. How about that? <laughs> or post it on Facebook like everybody else does, right, Pete? I, I want to know what yeah, you're having that's, for breakfast. that's so unpersonal. When I can actually send it directly to you and be like, hey, here's the lobster roll I'm eating. Hey, check it out, Chris. Here's, this, here's the piggy wings everybody's been talking about. Hey, you know. Very nice, Pete. Hopefully you've got a lot of uh, storage on your phone yeah, for photos, yeah, Chris. No doubt. I'm going to have to delete that string every day. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Tamara, if anyone wanted to contact you or ask you questions afterwards, how could people get a hold of you? Um, so on Twitter, you can find me at, at WDWPhotog, mm-hmm. and I'm on Facebook at Tamara Spidell. Okay. You know what? I'm going over my notes. Hold that. Freeze it. Let me ask you another question. You're kind of going to experience this trip in a little different fashion right now, right? You're going to take this at a different pace. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a whole new, a whole new uh, approach for me. Okay. Um, yeah. So usually I am very much a rope drop to close kind of girl. Like I don't have time to come back to the resort in the middle of the day and take a rest and rejuvenate. No, I'm. I've. It's always been just total go go go. Um. Hard to see why your husband didn't enjoy going on vacation. Well, yeah, that probably had something to do with it. <laughs> um, however, there have been some uh, some developments in my health and um, not anything too serious, but just some back issues and um, a foot issue that's going on. And so I'm going to have to make myself take some breaks and kind of take it easy. So that will be that will be a whole new thing for me. My husband is convinced. He's like, "You'll never do that." Yeah, I I have no faith in you whatsoever that you'll take a break in the middle of the day. So, I I don't think I'm going to have a choice. I think that my my body will tell me it's it's time to to chill out for a bit. 
Wow. So we'll see. You, you're still going to rope drop those those uh, those parks, though. Yes, because to me that's the best way to do it, and um, because the crowds are much less in the morning, and that's kind of our strategy with fast passes too. Is we all of the fast passes that we book, we do them in the afternoon for the second park that we go to, because usually when we get there at rope drop in the morning, you know, we're able to get on whatever ride that we want. Now we'll see what happens with flight of passage. But um, besides that, you know, we're able to get multiple rides in on, on our favorite headliners without a problem. So yeah, there is a certain kind of mindset that does take hold of once you're there, isn't it? It's like, it's yeah. like, like when the bell rings, the fighter comes running out of the corner, no matter what round it is when you're down there. Yeah. Right? I'm a little mm. nervous. I think my husband mm. might be right. <laughs> Miss Missy may not have that instinct in her. I don't think. Because I can't get her up really to save my life. <laughs> well, Pete, you know what? That, the Wednesday we're there is going to be interesting because we have the soaring behind the scenes tour, and it, you got to be there at seven forty in the morning. So, I'm I'm not a rope drop person myself. I try to pace myself on vacation because I got to go with the schedule of twelve year olds and five year olds as well. And I remember this their vacation as well. So I try not to be that guy. We were that family in California because we were condensed down. We had five days. I had five days of tickets and I'm going to suck up every second of Disneyland and California adventure I can get my hands on. And, you know, we, we kept at that pace, but you know, I gotta be honest. I mean, it, it killed us. You know, when we went home, there was a day or two when we came home that we were just too tired to make dinner, too tired to put the laundry away. The clothes sat in the suitcases for a day or so. That pace just knocks you out. So, Tamara, it's good luck, I guess, right? Yeah, thank you. I know. I said, well, at least, you know, Disney rents wheelchairs, too. So if it comes to that, then uh, my mom, my sister, and my daughter can take turns pushing me around in a wheelchair. And I don't have a problem with that. I'm not too I'm not too proud to do that. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you gave us your information. So if you think she's going to survive or if you want to give her your best travel tips and how to cure aching feet, aching back, blisters, bunions, anything, <laughs> please send it to Tamara. She could use your advice. <laughs> Peter, how could people get a hold of you? Besides uh, having you text them with pictures of your food. Yeah, well, you know. Um, Facebook page is always the WW Review. Um, I'm at Magic Mouse Medic on Instagram and Twitter. And that's about it. All right, I'm going to give another shout-out for us here. Uh, soon to be released, a uh, select clothing logo wear coming out for the WW Review. Pete, you're going to be my test sample, as you understand. Mm-hmm. I've, I've ordered a bunch of pieces, and we're going to test them on a vacation for you to see how the logo pops on various items. So if it comes out good, it should be on our Facebook page soon enough. So That's awesome. Yep. So... Uh, you know, yeah, if you wanted to talk to us, Facebook page is the best, but we got an Instagram account. We've got a Twitter account. Um, we can be found on Instant Messenger, uh, Smoke Signals, Passenger Pigeons, <laughs> um, the planes that write the smoke in the sky. That's pretty cool, too. So feel free to hit us. Skywriting? Skywriting. Yeah, that, yeah, I gave a long explanation. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We appreciate you staying with us. And have a great day. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody.